welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. guest. His name is Jared Betts. He is a professional artist, a food festival director, and a DJ. So let's talk about his art. He's had 16 grants and awards, over 200 exhibitions, five commercial galleries representing his art, and in permanent private collections in Paris, Toronto, Iceland, China, and LA. He has exhibited in New York and Paris three times, London, Tokyo, Iceland, and the National Gallery of Costa Rica. And for the local listeners, you may know him as the murals all around town. So he's done the Shediac Lobster, the Tire Shack, Canvas Hotel, and the 100-foot mural in Halifax and recently Bathurst. So to say he's done a lot in his art career would be an understatement, really. When I had the idea to invite Jared on, it was out of this whole worth thing because Jared has been doing a lot of transformation in his life and seeing his own worth. Because even though he has so much under his belt creatively, I mean, even in his work as a DJ, He's been a DJ for 11 years in Iceland, Toronto, Montreal, the Virgin Islands, and PEI. Like, he's done a lot. But he is just waking up to the fact that he is worthy of a great life, and he is worthy of making those changes that will facilitate change and growth to lead where he wants to go. So let's say hello to Jared. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And I also wanted to read this, how you took the time in the email you sent to me to explain who you think you are. So I'm going to read that too. He says, first, I am an empathetic Aquarius that is a deep love and appreciation for the forest, ocean, stars, deer. I've always had my head in the stars growing up. Lately, my head and self-talk has been limiting me, so now I'm ready to get out of my head and back into my body, into my soul, and do the work. Lately, I have been realizing more than ever that we are made of the same things that stars are made of, atoms, carbon, energy. We are a temple, lightning, thunder, and nebula vortexes. The same atoms in our bodies are the same atoms that are created in the dying stage of an exploding star called a supernova. Wow, what a bio. (laughs) Thank you. I wish I had your voice inside my head and it sounded so nice you reading that. (laughs) Aw, thank you. That's so sweet. So when you wrote this whole, lately you've been noticing your self-talk limiting you, 
But I would say as we sit here today, maybe that has changed because you just went through this amazing transformative work that I'd love for you to share about. It's something that I like to call the holy trinity of self-work uh, and digging deeper into my soul. So your podcast has been a really life-changing thing for me. I feel we can get so busy and caught up with work each day that we forget to check in with our soul. And uh, last year when I went to Newfoundland, I, I was listening to your podcast like almost religiously, especially after you said that I was mentioned in one. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta find that treasure. Yeah. <laughs> and just so much happened. And I was able to paint more and you just really gave me a lot of inspiration in there. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And so with the Holy Trinity, there's three things. So your podcast and all your workshops that I can't wait to attend. And then also during the pandemic when it started, I started going to these Zoom uh, DJ nights uh, in LA. And I was in Moncton, which is so wild. And there was a DJ from Hawaii, uh, his name is Jody. And his mix was just so incredible, you know? Some mixes, they stay just within one genre, but for me, I like to be, kind of tell a story through song. Yeah. So he'd have all sorts of different music, and it's just incredible. He looked like this wizard, just, and I had this, this calling in me just to, to reach out and say thank you, and I sent him a mix, and uh, little did I know that he was a healer, and he sells these beautiful Andara crystals, which are like, they look so beautiful, like of uh, ancient Lemurian temple type glass, like just really, really incredible energy. And he was doing this free workshop and it was about the emotional and spiritual side of money. And each time I see a free workshop, I'm just like, okay, what do I have to lose, even though I wasn't sure about like, what it would be, or sometimes it can be, you can feel shy to go into these workshops and things, but... You knew you resonated with him through the music, mm. and then through the crystals. Yeah, and so he was talking about how having wealth and being able to afford different things and take care of yourself and buy the beautiful things that you like to use or like being able to support your food, your house, all these things. It's important and it's also raises your spiritual and emotional levels. And for me, kind of growing up, I just kind of had this feeling like with art, it's like this voice in my head saying that it's like the starving artist mentality or things like that. But then through that workshop, I kind of realized we all deserve to to work hard and, and earn as much as possible, really. He's been a really great help uh, with finding that inner voice and kind of changing it a bit. And then also over Christmas, there was a Facebook ad that was uh, Tony Robbins. <laughs> 
And you know, you see so many different things being thrown at you, like before YouTube channels or all sorts of things with all sorts of ads, all sorts of people all trying to say they have the message or whatever. Yeah. But something just really caused a lot of curiosity in me. And again, there's just so much energy and just it was so much positivity. And I just had to have more. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, Jared, a lot of people statistically, when they join a free workshop, they don't show up. You're the exception. You showed up. That's amazing. I'm proud of you for that. It Thank takes, you. like showing up is the hardest part. And then at the end of that free conference, they had some guests come on and talk and they said how they had gone to these different conferences and it changed all of their ambitions and they became like super successful. Just everything was raised. Just level up all over the place and they're just like, you should do this. And it felt like they were talking to me. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I should do this. <laughs> I'm learning that whether we know it or not, we're investing in so many other things. And um, I think investing in your own self-worth is really invaluable and you can't put a price on that. I want to talk about, I mean, we don't have to go into detail about what happened, but there was one project, one piece of art that despite your over 200 exhibitions in your lifetime, this one piece received negative feedback by some people and it shut you down and it, it depressed you. Yeah. I hope you don't mind that I share that. How did you come back from that? I had done this giant mural and you know, sometimes what we do, even if we put our heart's intention into it, there's gonna be people that are not receptive in a good way. Yeah. Especially when it comes to abstract art, and especially when it's not minimal, but maybe more minimal than I usually go. It was very much about big color fields, kind of like uh, like Rothko or Diebenkorn abstract expressionists from the, the 50s. Love. And it was during COVID and I just had this whole plan that I was gonna go in there and make this beautiful mural and like raise the vibration of this town. And um, I mean, the people that came to see it, they were pretty, pretty excited about it and everything. But then when it was posted on the, uh, the Facebook uh, city page, there was just like this uproar. <laughs> I felt kind of like a witch that was about to be burned at the stake or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my goodness. It was I just, hard. I think that when something's so different, sometimes people don't know how to react to that. And it was COVID and there's a lot of strange energy going on. But yeah, when I have like so much good intention going into something, I wasn't prepared for that. And yeah first time you ever had that happen yeah and it was like hundreds of comments just like so negative and so I wasn't feeling myself anymore for for eight months actually yeah so you let yourself feel the feelings yeah it made me question this is like 
maybe art isn't my calling because it affected these people in this negative way. And I think the reason I'm choosing to bring this up, not to make you rehash it, but more for the listeners to remember that it doesn't matter how successful you are. You can get hit with low times, but you gotta get back up. And then you had those months of healing and then you suddenly started attending workshops because you were like, I'm getting myself back, right? I'm, I'm getting this car back on the road. I decided that I wanted, that I needed to go further with my soul and do some healing. And there's like several steps that you can do. Like there's knowledge, but without action, like yeah, you really need to put knowledge into action. And although I was like listening to your podcast and feeling so much, I knew that it was time to do a workshop. <laughs> <laughs> I had the calling and even that like it, it can be like intimidating yeah. to, to go into something especially where it's doing personal things but each person that was in there in your workshop just seems so so wonderful you know and I felt like I could easily open up and I knew that something was changing within me just by accepting that I needed to have helped to move to the next stage to to heal and reconnect with my soul that I'd kind of forgotten about. <laughs> I'm so happy that you listened to what you knew you needed and you showed up. <laughs> and I think that just showing up to things that maybe we think might feel uncomfortable, like I said earlier, showing up is the hardest part. You're bringing your energy with you when you decide. And then the amazing thing that happened is it was the next night. I remember I opened my Instagram up and I saw this amazing creative reel with this beautiful piece of art. You had your pink flamingo um, slippers on with paint droplets <laughs> all over it. You had a really funky song playing. And when I read the caption, I literally had happy tears because you said, I haven't painted in eight months and I attended a workshop last night, connected with my soul and I'm back. And I had been going to sit into the studio and I just, well, I, I was supposed to be working at my past apartment. I had gotten a studio, brought everything in there and it stayed unused for for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> so I was paying for a second bedroom that literally wasn't used for eight months. Yeah. And but it was I, just a reminder of the trauma. Yeah, exactly. And so then sometimes when we switch things up, like I moved home, I instantly started to feel better going to your workshop. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and sit in my studio. And then slowly the energy came back. I was like, I'll just trick myself. I'll just make a couple of marks and see where that goes. Yeah. And then I just kept painting. And I was like, oh, I guess I am an artist. Yes, you can't <laughs> and, hide that. Because yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. I mean, I've traveled all over the world for the past decade and experiencing so much, learning about new cultures, but I just... I really let 
that internal voice that kind of says you're never enough get the best of me and I'm learning that the more you kind of open up yourself, the more you can connect with everything. And it's feeling really good in the studio. <laughs> the world needs your color. The world needs your creativity. And also who you are when you're feeling happy, right? So let's pivot a little bit and let's talk about this dreamy week that you booked for yourself out of a sense of self-worth. You showed up, you got the ticket to this Tony Robbins virtual event. You were in your worth asking the owners of the Heron's Nest. It's these beautiful chalets right on the water. So you made it sacred. Like this is, I'm going all in with this, right? So let's talk about, I want to hear about the transformation you felt there. I want to hear about how Tony really gave you the teachings of getting yourself into a peak state and anything else you'd love to share about this time. I was so excited even just to go up north to Charlotte and spend time in the cottages and I mean I knew there'd probably be changes but I think anytime we do over 55 hours of anything with like pure intent and focus something's gonna happen yeah Yeah. that's a lot of time it's it's not only knowledge but it's immersion it's full immersion and that's like that's what you need to make changes and anyone that was there also was ready to make big changes like no one was like there to like do anything part way and driving up to Charlotte, even though it's only a few hours from Moncton as I got further north, the snow was getting deeper and deeper. And by the time I got up to Charlotte, like there was giant banks and then I could see the, the mountains of Quebec in the distance over the river or over the ocean, actually. It's uh, Eel Bay. And it felt, well, I knew it was going to feel almost like a vacation, but it just, it felt like I traveled somewhere and I haven't traveled for a while. So, so just going in there was just incredible and um, so many things have been happening since doing all this work. Um, before going, I did like starseed work <laughs> with my Hawaiian friends, Jody and Misty. And so it's like, so often we forget that we are pure energy and light beings, you know, like we are connected to the stars and the ocean and the moon, which like ripples so much like the waves being controlled by the gravitational pull. Why do we go around being so busy and not acting like we're magical beings, right? So I just, I felt uh, amethyst crystal energy for the first time. Like I've I've held them before and I'm like, am I broken? (laughs) Am I Pinocchio? Not yet a real boy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and I just didn't like, I don't know. I didn't know why people did yoga. I didn't know why all these different things. They were all things that I needed to like step out of my own comfortable zones. And I just needed to raise the, raise the roof. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like in all forms. And that's like what Tony Robbins is all about getting into this peak state 
and just feeling what we're meant to feel, our energy. And to do anything successfully, you need to have energy. It's so easy to stay in bed and watch Netflix or scroll like the little lottery machines, except we aren't winning any money. <laughs> You're right. Wow. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. And so I just was like, I need this change. I'm ready. And I want to do so much more with my heart. I want to travel so much more, but I want to feel everything. I'm tired of not feeling and only being in comfortable zones. So I knew that 50, <laughs> over 50 hours would be full immersion. And the guest lecturers, I mean, a lot of these people that become so successful are people that were willing to risk everything. And right. they hit rock bottom. They went from like zero to a billion. Like it just, it wasn't about the money. It was about the transformation that they had within. Life wants you to win. And you've had some beautiful synchronicities in your life too that are like, you are meant to be an artist. <laughs> and like myself, I consider sort of my work art in a way, in its own special way too. And I've gotten so many synchronicities throughout my life and it's like, yeah, but we listen to our own negative thinking sometimes. But those synchronicities really happen when we're feeling in alignment. And I want to talk about that awesome synchronicity that happened with the Shediac Lobster. So those of us who are not local, I know I have a lot of listeners who are local and a lot who are not. Shediac Lobster is literally the largest lobster in the whole world. And Jared had a really cool opportunity to paint this lobster. To me, I've always loved animals and especially crustaceans. As an Aquarius, I'm very into under the sea. There's so much beauty, we just need to keep thinking about it and looking for it. And so this giant lobster is just something that I've always loved in Shediac. And, but I've never like looked with like super close detail as to how it was painted, especially when I was younger, I just appreciated it. Like there's looking and then there's seeing. And now I'm like really seeing things and I'm like over critically thinking all the time about like, especially like art. And so this day I was at the Big Lobster and I was looking at how it was painted and I was like, okay, I know how that part is done. I know how that layer is done. And I just was like amazed at how it was painted. And then I like went back to the car and sat down. I was still like right beside the lobster. I checked my email and uh, the Acadian Art Association sent out a call for a painter to take over painting the lobster. <laughs> right when you're literally just appreciating the lobster. Yeah, so I'm sitting beside the lobster in Shediac and I get this. And I'm like, is this a sign from the crustacean universe? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, generally I'll like apply for things. I'm getting used to kind of following up, and but I don't typically just pick up the phone and cold call different people or whatever. I called up the association and was like, 
is this real? Like, I'm sitting here right now. <laughs> and they're like, yes, and we think you'd be great for it and everything. You should apply to the town of Shediac. And it was sent out in all of Atlantic Canada. So I knew there would be a lot of people that want to paint that giant lobster. And there's so many incredible artists. But although I'm, like, still learning to have confidence, I was just like, there's certain things I'm very confident about. <laughs> My tacos and my under-the-sea knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, no one is gonna get this but me. So I started like filling out all the forms and reading, and they said some of the like work that goes in it is you must have good knowledge about lobsters and that you like research them. And so again, I picked up the phone I called my friend Peter Pounding, who is an incredible, incredible uh, sculpture artist, and he did the Resurgo sign in front of the Avenir Center. He's done the giant golden nest on top of the fire station. Um, he's just done so many things like all over the world, and he. I'm so thankful to to be his friend, and he's comes to my art shows now, and I said. I'm so like thankful for all that you do and like and then he's like well now you've got a new fan and I was just like what <laughs> so when these kinds of things start happening you, like you kind of have to start trusting that you have something yes and so I asked him how can I get this lobster how do I make a budget for this lobster you know it's like he said you should just call them and I was like, oh no, because sometimes my old way of thinking was calling is like bugging or following up is like bugging someone, but it shows initiative. Yeah. And now I'm just like ready to do all those kinds of things. So I called them and sent the application and and then I found out who the artist was, is Manette uh, Legere. And I called her and they said they liked my application and there was like a couple people they wanted to to look at and I was just like well you're wasting your time if you have anyone else go because <laughs> again it's gonna be me <laughs> and just like having that kind of attitude I think helped and then they passed the lobster torch onto me so that's such an accomplishment sometimes you just need to trust your instincts and consciously and subconsciously I was just painting everything and we only used red blue and yellow giant cans and we like, hand mixed every single color that went into that wow there was do you feel like a part of you owns Shediac <laughs> like it's your town doing public art it, like you really invest yourself into that town and um it feels good to to go in there um I just can't wait to, to paint it again this summer. Yeah, like what an office view, right? You're just outside, you have the negative ions of the ocean, seagulls flying above, happy mm. tourists everywhere. <laughs> it's pretty cool, Jared. I love it. I'm super, super proud of you. Thank you. Is there anything you'd like to end with? Any words of wisdom for our listeners where they can really take maybe the vibes of the transformation you felt, is there something that you could tell them that would really help them anchor that in their life today? 
anything worth having doesn't happen overnight and so just starting slow like I had seven eight months of just such down times and especially with the pandemic going on it's so easy for our vibrations to be totally off so just even just being kind to yourself and um, trying to eat better going for walks getting fresh air breathing techniques it's so wild because you know we don't have to ask for our hearts to beat or our breaths to happen. They just happen automatically. And sometimes we take that for granted. Like no matter what we do, our heart just keeps beating. So we owe it to our bodies to, to really start treating them better. And so I'm implementing like lemon water and trying to eat more nutritious. And you know, it's not easy. Like. We have these instincts that we just want like sugar and yeah. <laughs> carbs and I mean, you can still treat yourself, but. I love how all the dots connect, all the stars connect, everything you've done. It all leads you to this one point. For the listeners, just to encourage you to, I don't think there's any dream too, too big, you know? Like everyone has 24 hours, everyone has seven days a week. Think of when I think of someone that's like an ultimate person, like superstars or like Rihanna, Justin Bieber, um, they all just there's three things that you need to succeed, I think. And it's something that I learned over this amazing Tony Robbins thing. You need to model after someone, get an idea from someone that really inspires you, you know? Take it and turn it into your own, of course, but we don't have to completely reinvent the wheel, you know? So model something after someone and then ask them about it. How did they get there? There's a saying that I love, it's called, it says, uh, don't be jealous, get curious. Mm. And so it's like, how did these people get to that? And so model and then immersion, because it's like, if you're not immersed, then it's so easy to, to, to lose the stamina, just yes. like keep on it and then repeat it, you know, because I've been very fortunate in my art career. Like I've, I've gotten a lot of awesome galleries working for me and all these wonderful things, but you know, you need to take, I need to take even bigger risks now. I need to, to really show up for myself and go to bigger cities and really accept that I'll have a lot of no's. And I think that's the only way you grow. And at the same point, still stay connected to the sky and the ocean and all of that stuff while you're at it. Not just the striving, but the being while you're mm. at it, right? Enjoying that whole picture. But that was an amazing, amazing talk. And I'm super, super grateful that you showed up here with your openness and with all of the experience you have, the lessons and the new knowledge that you've recently uh, entered in your life. And thank you so much for sharing it with us. You're a great friend and it was an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. Uh, the work that you're doing it's just incredible, you know, and 
if someone's listening, if they have wanted to maybe try a workshop or something, but they're too nervous or something to do it, just like you deserve to take that risk and show up. What do you have to lose? You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. So you Thank may you. just fall into something that puts you on your dream path. And listeners, please do check out Jared Betts on Instagram. He's always sharing stories that are definitely worth tuning into. He's a super creative guy. He's sharing his art. He's sharing his self-developing journey. He shares a lot of music, lots of color. Go check him out at Jared Betts on Instagram. Tell us about your upcoming project before we go. I have a new show that's coming up in in Newfoundland with Christina Sobstad at the Christina Parker Gallery in the middle of April, going to play with whales and glaciers and show art. And just like, does it get better than that? (laughs) Okay, everyone, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking the time to be inspired by Jared and his awesome story. Till next time, have a great week. Sending you so much love.